What up? Good morning. Good morning. And good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am your host, A.D. Walker, the pusher, the glory, the motivator. Uh, what's up? Lisa, blessings, and thank you for always sharing and being a part. Good morning, Cheryl, sports car lady in the building. I appreciate you guys for being here. Today we're talking about real talk about leadership. We're going to get a little bit transparent, talk about the kind of leaders we are. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a fun conversation. Uh, just a quick programming note. We will not, you feel like something crawl on you. Like <laughs> We will not be here next week. Um, it will be, I'll be traveling. Uh, so, but we won't be here in the regular fashion, but just look for notifications. If you get one, a text, you're like, I thought you said we're going to be here. Check it out. It's going to be some pre-recorded stuff. I just want to throw out there just something to kind of chew on during this holiday season of Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, next week, that's pretty much why we're going to be off. If you didn't know, because I know for a lot of us, time has kind of been flying. So yes, next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Chew on that. Um, we're almost in 2022 and it's like blowing my mind how quick time is flowing. I think COVID is kind of jack time up altogether. What up, Keita? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mama McCory. Great morning to you. Um, so yeah, like I said, today we're talking about real talk, having a real talk about leadership, kind of discussing um, our leadership styles and 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 just kind of digging in, being a little more, more transparent. And I got my brothers Mark and Kaneem in the building. Um, Pastor may come through, but uh, he's got a lot of stuff happening this week, a lot. So I doubt, I'm doubtful that we'll see him. Um, so definitely he'll be back after the break. All right, let's see. Yes, indeed. Happy early Thanksgiving. Yes, to you as well. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, boom, boom, boom. I'm going to have to do a little work on my new intro, so don't be shocked. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another edition of The Brothers of Legacy. Bam. Oh, no, that's not what I wanted. This is what I wanted. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, gentlemen. All right, all right. Good Fellas, morning, what's happening? Good morning. What's all good, my well. brother? All this yes, well. Appreciate you guys being here again. Uh, another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Um, and uh, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Listen, I finished that. Uh, if any of you guys seen, I know we talked about these documentaries this week. I finished the Colin Kaepernick uh, documentary, pretty interesting, pretty interesting. Um, all I can say, I, I'm, I'm wondering about like, was his parents really oblivious to some of his struggles or, you know, some of his recognizing the difference of culture and things like that. Cause the movie made it really seem like they had no clue <laughs> about his struggle being black in, in, in their world. So it's, it's interesting. If you get a chance to watch it's a little triggering it's gonna be a little annoying um but yeah it's it's interesting uh to say the least uh so have you guys have you you Kaneem, you said you haven't seen it right you haven't watched no it. i have not I, I, just quick disclaimer 
I got some contractors just coming over. Um, supposed to be here in a little bit, so I might have a, a brief interruption. No but uh, it, it shouldn't take me no more than a few minutes. Nice. All right. Um, so but no, I have not seen it. You have not seen it? Okay. That's cool. No, sir. Uh, Mark, have you seen it? Yes, sir. I saw it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, All right. Right. it in one night. <laughs> it took me, like, I've been watching it in the morning, so it took me about three three days to kind of go through. Uh, oh, okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, 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 it's worth a watch. It's interesting. Some of the stuff you're going to expect. I thought he was going to go more, honestly, maybe there's going to be a season two. Then maybe they're setting it up for that. But I thought he was going to go into his professional career, you know, and yeah, that's some what I'm of that. They didn't, they didn't. Uh-oh, you went mute. You went mute on me. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. No, no. Yeah, yeah they, didn't, they didn't talk much about the the kneeling during the during the national anthem. I mean they right. you know of course they they show flashes of it in the in, like in the beginning but like right. throughout right. the whole thing they didn't talk much about it. Only thing about it though like so I now I loved it. Let me just go on and put that out there. I, I right. love the documentary, the show right. or whatever. I th- I thought it was was dope. Right. Um I just <laughs> for him to be what four he was what 14? Yes. For him to be that aware at oh, 14 right. about what right. was going on. Right. I was right. like, wait a minute. You know, like, <laughs> when, <laughs> I'm not not saying that maybe he wasn't wise beyond his years or whatever, but he's he's at, at 14, he seemed to be the show made it seem like he was really just aware Very of what aware. was going on. And right. they made the parents now I believe his parents might have been really aloof. To right. what was happening, I believe that part. Right. But to make him so, so wise, so wise and aware at fourteen, <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe I don't know. I wasn't there, but okay. I mean, like even the 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 girlfriend part. I'm sorry, I want to give away too much. I mean, it's not like secret deep, but the girlfriend right. part, just him being, you know, with the one the black girl and my man yeah, was like, you need yeah, to get the yeah, white yeah. chip. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because you know, we do see pretty but you like you like pretty and popular and the other girl was like more open <laughs> you know, right so, right let's get down and he was like nah <laughs> you know so i was like All yeah, right. yeah. You know. now that's that's the part that tripped me out like so, i mean because most 14 year old boys you know if right you, if you know you kind of serve it up to them right you ain't right. gonna just be like yeah i'm good you know <laughs> let, let me concentrate on this break it out Listen, I mean, when I, when I was listen, 14, bro, it was first come, first serve. You did. And, 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 and in essence, that. like, and, and it's cool, like, he could have had us, he could have been, like, with it and then not with it. I'm like, okay, that's possible. But, yeah, like, yeah, so that that part threw me off. I was like, you a little, you really mature, brother. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, you ain't. And I really guess mature. that's, I think that's the best word. Like they made him seem extremely, extremely mature. Extremely mature. Extremely mature for 14, right. 15 years right. old. I'm like, all right, yeah. bro. <laughs> all right. Like, I know, I know. Hopefully we're not throwing everybody off. But yeah, so the, the documentary was really good. Um, like I said, it made him look really mature. Um, he made a lot of decisions and resisted a lot of things that even adults I think would fall into, you know, exactly. Fall right, right, yeah. Right. So he was, you know, so I mean. So how realistic is it? Not sure, but you know he might have been really wise and mature beyond his years. We don't know. 
We don't know. It's his, it's from his perspective. You know, I'm I'm just waiting for the Angie documentary about it. Or someone to get on YouTube like, let me tell you, you know, the real guys that hung around. Right, you know. That dude wasn't that mature. You know? You wasn't wasn't making all them great decisions like that at 14. Come on, bro. Right. Now, he did have his homeboy who was white that really was like his man. So, I'm I'm sure that, you know. So, you know, that might have been true. But, you know, and he was keeping him like, you don't want this life. (laughs) You know, like, you don't want any part of this. All right. All right. I'm not giving up. We're getting off topic, but great documentary. Check it out. Like I said, it's triggering, just like a lot of documentaries. And if you know it's Colin Kaepernick, you already know. Um, and hopefully, maybe there'll be a, a season two that talks about college to professional and all right, the way up right. to the kneeling. Because I think that's probably what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What's up, Willette? She said, what up? All right. Lisa says she has to finish watching it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Just, you know, like all things, just yeah. binge it. Just binge yeah, it. But I- you get it. But I will say this, man. It did. It blew me away in like the the uh, the first five minutes of it. Right. The first five when it first come on and it starts right. showing the the comparison of sizing up slavery yeah. to how the NFL combine how they size them up. Yeah. It, it makes you look at it totally different. Like you're right. Like it's so many similarities. So it was crazy. Right. But look. <sighs> All right, I'm about to call an audible, guys. <laughs> Dang it, Mark! All right, hold I'm on. Sorry. I'm yeah, I'm about to call an audible. All my football watching. We about to we about to flip this uh this 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 conversation. What's up, Pastor? In the morning, building. morning. So good morning, Pastor. Good morning. My original morning, topic was to talk about, and we probably can swing it back. You know, you know how we do. Uh, talk about leadership and the transparency and being real. Is Kaneem still? All right. Kaneem in the building. I just going to be yeah. good. So if you've seen the Colin Kaepernick story, in the beginning, he talks about the comparison with uh, – have you seen the pastors, the Colin Kaepernick um, Netflix special, Netflix documentary? All no. right. If you get time, watch it. But this, this one section, you, it's the beginning. Um, he talks about the, the comparison between slavery and football and how you get sized up, your size, and, you know, you get picked. You go, you're kind of on the block. You know, like, oh, I want that guy. I want, and I get it. The difference, of course, is you know, in slavery, they they got little to nothing, and maybe you know, maybe a decent spot to live and eat. Maybe it with NFL, you're getting a lot of money, you get life changing money for not only you, but generations to come if you do the right thing with the money that you get. Can, can we agree on that, right? Right, if if. But if we're saying NFL is like the plantation, right? And we're not treating our or treating the players right or treating the players as humans or, you know, treating them as people, right? Are we saying if we're not in support of <laughs> right, right, and that that too. That's another thing. Nobody forced you to go to the NFL. It's it is right. a choice. It is a choice. And if we don't agree with something. Why continue to watch an organization that treats its players like that if we don't agree? Hmm. Right. So I want to ask you guys, because I don't watch football and not because of that. It just <laughs> never, never was in into my lifestyle. You know, I never got into it, you know, so in me in sports, never because, you know, I'll never be the one like, yeah, I'm not watching it because, you know, nah, I'd be lying. <laughs> I just, it just never came into my life and I never got into it. It may happen later, 
but just not in this stage in my life. It just never came in. But you guys, I know all you guys watch football. Am I correct? Like into oh, it. Yeah. Right. Love it. Yeah. So I mean, would you say it's enough to protest against it? Right, right, right. right. Everybody know Pastor <laughs> Dallas Cowboys all the way. Um, but is it enough to protest it? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it enough to stop watching it? Or, protest football? Yeah. Let's just throw football nah, out there. Nah, nah. I, I was doing other things. Now, why are we protesting football? <laughs> So, okay, so Colin Kaepernick, beginning of the Colin Kaepernick um, documentary, he makes yeah. a comparison of slavery and football, meaning, and the part of sizing up men, and generally, you know, because football is yeah. probably predominantly black well, men, sizing well, Andrew, them up. You know what? I'm sorry. Put them on the block. Let me, let me, let me, let's put it in Let's put it into context for him. So, you know how the NFL combine. Yeah. yeah. Combine. There you go. That's probably yes, the, best. the yeah. Yeah. combine. Is like when you would like back in the slavery days, they would put the slaves on the block and everybody wanted the biggest, strongest buck or whatever. And so that's kind of how the combine is. The combine sees how how strong you are, how fast you are, how quick you are, and you know, stuff like that. So they they made the comparison of slavery versus the NFL combine and how it, you know, it's it's a bunch of black dudes and the NFL owners are looking for the biggest, strongest players the same way slave owners looking was looking for the biggest strongest slaves so that so you know just to put it into context oh okay well that's all an interpretation you know what i mean i i i understand how colin wants to put that in his interpretation right as far as the combine but right he's taking a moral stance on how he thinks well it was all about um, police brutality and this damn third, he transferred oh, yeah. it to the NFL. I, I'm with that, but as far as relating it to the combine, I mean, I mean that's that's uh, <laughs> if I'm paying you millions of dollars, yeah, I want to know exactly right. what you do. I want right. to know hey, well, I, I, from top to bottom. If you got a cold, if you got uh, uh, right. if you got any kind of DNA transfer from your lineage and uh, through your family tree or whatever. I need to know if you got sickle cell. I need to know. I need to know everything you got. I, I got bread. I got a lot of money hanging on you. Hanging on what you, you know do. what I'm saying? So, so right. if if you got a pink nail that's too long and it ain't gonna make your cleats go, I need to know that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every, every, I need to know everything about you if I'm gonna pay you all this money. Because you if, if you're a star athlete coming out of college, right? You might get all that in college, but you wasn't getting paid. Right. Now that I got to pay you, right? I need to think of that as uh, uh your your version of going to some uh corporate Fortune five hundred company. Right. You go in there with any type of anything on your uh background as far as illegal, right. you probably not gonna get high. But you gonna be you gonna be convicted of drugs and, right. and, and all kind of stuff and still go to the NFL. <laughs> with, we're not worried about that. We, 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 I need to know your physical makeup. Can you right. get on that field and produce? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's 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 all how, how you it, the interpretation of the combine is in the eye of the beholder. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? So, but anyway, that's my part. All right. <laughs> what about you, Pastor? How do you feel about that comparison and that link between slavery and the NFL? It's simple for me. If 
if Colin Kaepernick was quarterbacking the San Francisco 49ers today, right. this narrative wouldn't exist with him. So you you feel like it's a it's more of a being burned. Hey, hold on, one second, no, 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 no. I feel like in okay. order to do okay. what he's trying to do in his life today, right. he needs a narrative. And he's okay. got to have one. So this is the narrative that he's chosen. It's really that simple because none of this would exist if he were on the field right now. That's true. I got you. So why would you compare making millions of dollars, being selected or evaluated or interviewing for the potential to make millions of dollars with slavery? Because in slavery, there was no pay. They only took. In the NFL, you literally become a household name. Right. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Right. And and to to Kaneem's point, if if I'm going to invest in you, if if you're I'm looking at you, I'm evaluating you to figure out, will you put fans in the seats Seats. in my arena? That's true. That's true. I'm with you. Can I I market you? Right. Can I? will, Will my team be successful because you're a part of it? Right. Right. So uh, that's a very, very tough comparison. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and I think somebody I, who was Samantha, you know, you choose to go to the NFL. You don't right. have to that's go. Yeah. Nobody's forcing you to go to the NFL. Right. You, you can be drafted and refuse to go. Right. 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 There you go. That's true. They can choose. They can choose like, hey, we want you You're like, oh, I'm not going. I'm staying right here. Eli Manning played his entire <clears throat> career with the New York Giants. Right, but the team that drafted him, he refused to play for. Wow, it's interesting. Yeah, that, Kobe Bryant was drafted by uh, the the Charlotte Hornets. Wow, he refused to play for them. Wow, that's interesting. You have choices, indeed. When they when uh, they said when they, in the in the nineties when they when when he we had the uh, the melee in Detroit and. Mm. They decided to shift the uniform, telling uh, the NBA players, you can no longer come in here dressed like hoodlums. Mm. Their definition of hoodlum attire. Right. right. Those guys changed their wardrobe. People right. said, oh, you treat them like slaves. You're trying to tell them what to wear. I'm not telling you what to wear. I'm right. saying that if you're going it's to work standard. here, right. the standard. this yeah. is what you wear. You don't have to wear what I'm asking you to wear, right. but just know you won't be working here. Right. You have options. Yeah. Nothing is forced on you. That's good. Right? That's good. Period point blank. Okay, you. well what about what about what's what's the guy who owns the Dallas Cowboys? Your boy, uh Jerry, Jerry Mark Cuba. Cuba. Jerry, oh, you're talking about oh I'm talking Dallas Mavericks, my bad. Yeah. Jerry Jones told his he said anybody that kneels for the for the anthem, right. you out of here. Does, yeah, but that I mean, is after that's after Jerry Jones knelt with the team. Hmm. When did he First, Jerry Jones got out on the field and he kneeled with the entire football team to prove his point. And then afterwards he said, if it's messing with my money, we can't do it. Period. But it was after he knelt. He knelt first. Yeah, I, I, I missed that. I didn't. I didn't see him kneel personally. I yeah. saw him 
arm lock with everybody on his team. Yeah, he had to help that old man up <laughs> off the ground. Oh yeah, he was down there. He was down I'm there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I was looking to see what Jerry Jones was gonna do. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of Dallas. I, I <laughs> just, I just respect you as a fan. That's all. Yeah. I, I, I respect you as a fan, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not happy about the Dallas Cowboys. But your, your Cowboys say, have to beat my birds like that, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was disrespectful. That was. That was all right, it was. Disrespectful. It was. Right, Before we go down this rabbit hole, don't go there. Don't go there. All right. Uh, 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 Bring it on back. <laughs> I was getting ready to say it, and I'm not apologizing for the disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, um, okay. So we talk about so the kneeling. Um, has something else in my head uh so like even because i've heard that you know the same comparison with basketball and things of that nature and, and like we go we kind of all agree that it's a that it's a choice it's a choice um it's it's how you know they decide to like i said work for an organization um everyone pretty much enjoys watching these sports and things of that nature um do you feel like it's i don't know Okay, so I don't know how long you guys, you know, you're not super old. You know, you're not into your your 60s or 70s. So remembering when the climate of football and basketball was more Caucasian than black um, is is something that we don't remember or really know a lot about. But if you do, do you know if the environment was the same? You know, I know. And then, of course, the money wasn't as high. You know, these dudes are probably... They were good, you know, but they weren't the level of good that folks that are in sports now are. But Man. they were good, you know, because not until like the Jordan era was that level of money really coming in. But we'll, you know, during the the the, the wider or more mixed time, you know, uh, when Larry Bird wasn't an anomaly, he was like the standard, you know. So <laughs> does anybody have any reference or no? Because I. I'm on because I've been thinking about like, was it the same or did they treat players the same? Was there some level of combine, you know, during these times? I know now, like, of course, yeah. like, and I'm with you, Kaneem, I'm paying millions. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm investing a lot of money into you. I need you to be on point. You know, what you do outside is fine, long as it ain't messing up what you're doing here, you know. Um, to a point. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Do you remember, do you know of, or do you remember any time of that nature? I've watched any historical stuff about back then. Um, just kind of put um, it out there. Um, Wait, what, what's the question now? Yeah, Basically, I was about to. Was it different? But, do you know if it, it was different before it became majority blacks in the sports as far as football and uh, basketball? No. And, or before? You know, no, let me ask. No, when you say different, different as far when, as treatment, different as far as how they found that picked their players. The environment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You ever see uh, the documentary about um, Bill Russell? No, <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, you you have to check that out because Bill Russell. Okay. I mean, he was the only black man in the city of Boston, Massachusetts, okay. on a professional sports team, and he went through it. Yeah. Like, like literally, he went through it for years, and then he became 
uh, a coach and a player. He was the first coach and player at the same time. He became a of a all white team right. for years. Like if you go back to those Hall of Famers from the uh, late fifties, early sixties, Bill Russell is the only black person in the Hall of Fame from the Celtics until the eighty, like twenty years later. When, well, thirty years later, because they really. Casey Jones and them didn't get into the Hall of Fame to like ninety-one two. So if you if you think about that, he was the only black player on now this is the Celtics now. I'm not right, talking right. about the NBA. I got you. But, it's just that but team, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You. Him and him and uh um um Dennis Johnson. <laughs> I know. I agree because I looked it up. You're right. you're, I was say I know there's a picture. You you always know. Oh yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm I'm not a cowboy fan. I'm just, just I just respect you as a fan. That's all. Uh, I I never doubted you. I just <laughs> I just said this is what I saw. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, well, that, that's that. But yeah, check that out, man. Bill Russell, uh, another one. Uh, Will Chamberlain, he went through it. Right. Uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he went through it. Right. And and this was in Milwaukee. When, before you went to the lake, you know what I'm saying? So, Cause, cause yeah, I the reality it. is they, you know, those early players all went through it. Yeah. That's just the reality. Uh, I mean, and because my thing is, right, and I get the choice. I get the millions. I think, you know, I, I like if there's such a difference, like why, why is it different now? You know, like, you know, we always say. I got say, a theory about that. Okay. I got a theory about that, Anthony. <laughs> I do yeah. because okay, so think about it. I think about think about it. Like I said, the NBA back then, the NBA was mostly white or all white. NFL, right. bunch of white, but so the black athletes we they that they had stood out so much because right. they yes. were so much better. Like Bill, right. Bill was just so much better right. than the white boys. So right. they didn't have to put him through a combine. They didn't have right. to put him through a tryout. Because right. looking at him, he was just that much better. Right. Okay. Right. So he, but he was the only one. Right. We yeah. got that one black player. I know he can play. Ain't right. no sense in putting him through the rigors that we do these these other folk because right. he's out playing these white boys. Yeah. But the artist. You bring in, you bring in <laughs> more black people who right. dominate in the same way he is. Okay. Yeah. Now I need to start evaluating who's good, who's better, who can jump. Who can run? Because guess what? Now it's not an it's not an anomaly. Right. Now it's a standard. standard. Everybody's right. good. All right. these all these pardon the time, all these niggas good. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Feel you. Me? All of all of all you know, these the, niggas the, good. Yeah, so and, yeah, and the reality now I need, is, I need to start separating the pack right. because yeah. I want the best of the best. Right. All right. That's who I want to pay. Right. Right. Exactly. So now you have to do that because. Everybody's good now. Right. But right. back then, back in the 50s and 60s, yeah, just put, put, put I bet you Bill Russell probably didn't practice half the time. But he right. could just get out what? there and just ball. Right, right. You know, because he was just that good. But now, right. everybody can. Everybody can yeah. jump. Everybody can dunk. Everybody can right. throw an alley-oop and go between, you know, so it's like, yeah, right. we, we, we got to separate. Right, so yeah, so yeah, it, it, gotta, you know, so well, that, you, that's my theory about there. Do you feel like it's a so the standard, the raising of the standard, is it just because they just got great and you know went from good to great and to spectacular, or was it 
was there a racial overtone in it as well? Of course, of course there was a racial overtone, yeah. I mean... Uh, 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 I mean, was, the racial overtone, is, don't get me wrong, it's still here, it's just in a more diluted arena. You know what I'm saying? So, just because it's all black NBA or, or a majority black NBA, a majority black NFL, it's still racial undertones in it, but it's at a executive level. You know what I'm saying? So when you put the players on the field and the coaches, those are the product that you put on the field. But everybody that's above that who actually make those decisions on where this player fits or which player is picked or what position this player should play. If you look at the NFL combine or, or stuff like that, all the other players are based on physical attributes. But the quarterback position is all pretty much mental. You, what you did in college, we don't transfer though. But now I need to know: Can you think? Or, right. or is your IQ at a high level? Right. What is the, what they call it, the Wonderlic score? You got to be able to. Uh, yeah, you got you. It, it's all mental for that one position. Right. And it's actually on on the offensive side of the ball. It's eleven positions on that offense. But that's the only one that got to take the wonder lick. That's the only one that got to be really in tune about getting a mental aspect of can he handle what we are trying to put on the field. Everybody else is just physical. You know? and, it's, and the NBA is totally different as far as when they come. Because everybody in the NBA is on a mental note. Like, like hey, you in your position, all you have master at your position. If you're a small forward, if you just, okay, yeah, you can shoot. Yeah, you can dribble, but can you be a coach on in your position amongst your amongst these five players? I need you to be able to think on your feet quickly, right. offensively and defensively. So it's a little, it's more mental in the NBA than I think it would be in the NFL. But you know what, Khalid? If you notice, if you notice, when it comes to the quarterback position, right, mm -hmm. it's still an anomaly. For a black right. man to be a, a quarterback. That's where I was going. Let's go. Let's go there. Let's and go. So the thing is this. So the thing is this. If it's a white quarterback, he's uh -huh. the smartest person on the team. But if it's mm. a black quarterback, he's the most athletic person on the team. Mm. See, they, they let, that, they let I, the, I agree. They, they let the black QBs do all the running and the scrambling right. and, the, and the improvisation <laughs> and stuff like that. Whereas you got your Tom Brady's and your Peyton Manning's where right. sit back there, slice and dice you, and they're going to be surgical with it, but get let your, your Lamar Jackson's and your Michael Vick's, oh, let them run because they're wow. athletic. Mm. You know, forget but let me, let, me, let, 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 let me Let me give you a little nugget on that too. Okay. If, from the transition of college, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, the quarterbacks come out of colleges was white. Right. Now, when you get from the 2000, 2010 and to now, a lot of quarterbacks coming out of college, those is getting Heisman uh, uh, nominations and stuff like that. They black and they mobile. They, they well, do a threat. Mean, but who? Be yeah. besides, besides Lamar Jackson, I ain't seen no black quarterbacks just dominate like that. I mean, like, you know, that's just me. And if you look at college and pro, the QB I, I, position is still majority white. 
the only only really white dude that I've seen come out of college in the last ten years that was real dominant was that guy that's in Cincinnati right now. Other than that, the last ten years it's been. I go back to your boy uh, from Oklahoma, uh, that's with Arizona. I go back to your boy that was at Alabama. Jalen Hurts. Yep, Alabama. You go back to Jalen Hurts. You go back to Tua. Tua Tua ain't white. So so what what do you feel? What do you guys feel like? um, And and pass it, jump in. I know you, (laughs) I don't know if you're thinking or you're ready to kind of jump in there. If you have an opinion on on some of the stuff we've been talking about, yeah, um, I do. I I'm just I was just letting them go. I'm just and don't you know, don't forget about James like, Winston too, the number one overall pick. Don't forget about James Winston. Like playing <laughs> jump rope. So, I'm, waiting to, I'm waiting to jump in. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. It's so flow. It's so flow. Uh-uh, hey, uh-uh, uh-uh, good. I'm good. Hey, you know, I'm gonna let you but, jump but in. But to your point, Khalid, James Winston. Hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Kaneem. What do you say? It's that's the name. That's my name, Kaneem. Not Ka- not Ka- My bad. My bad. <laughs> go ahead, bro. It's floor, floor is yours. <laughs> I, I, I apologize. But they gave him they they're giving him a hard or they gave him a hard time in New Orleans okay. after Drew Brees left. Right? Mm. They gave okay. him a hard time. Look at Cam when he was in New England. Right. Gave him a hard time. I'm telling you, man, these people do. I I think for the majority, folks don't want to see black quarterbacks, man. Wow. Well, but go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. It it starts a lot earlier. Remember that in order to be a starting quarterback in high school, the coach has to want to coach you. Mm. If if a white coach doesn't want a black quarterback, he's not going to have a black quarterback. Right. Right. Period. And the same thing in college. If the if the boosters don't support a black quarterback, wow. that college is not going to have a black quarterback. The right. reason you haven't seen a whole lot of black quarterbacks in the NFL is because they didn't get the attention in high school nor in college. They were put in other positions. Right. And when you talk about athletic quarterbacks, the reason you see more quarterbacks coming in is because of the same reason we talked about Will uh, Chamberlain playing uh, basketball you can't ignore the physical talent right right you just right. out running out playing everybody on the field and you'd look like an idiot to not put that person at quarterback right that's right. that's all it is and when you think about white quarterbacks you must remember if you give a quarterback an opportunity to stand in the pocket he's going to pick you apart in most cases right right and with white quarterbacks the focus is making sure they have protection on the offensive line with black quarterbacks, they spend less time on the offensive line because they expect you to outrun everybody. Wow. Right. So black quarterbacks don't survive because they get beat up right. because you, they have no protection. White quarterbacks get to sit back and throw the ball because they got 15 seconds to consider who they're going to throw the ball to. And in most cases, they're throwing the ball to an athletic, gifted, black, wide receiver who's going to get open given time. Right. That's why they have so much success. Black quarterbacks, it's the it's the three thousand count, one thousand, two thousand, three thousand. It wow. better be gone. Wow. Tom Brady can count to fifteen. True. Why is he so successful? Because he has always had the top offensive line in the NFL, and he's always had a a type a high ranking defense, so he has more opportunity to get the ball back. Wow. Right. 
So there's a whole lot that goes into it. You could, you know, what was the gift of Randall Cunningham? He could scramble. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. He could scramble. Yeah, but he could also throw the ball a mile. That That is true. After he scrambled. (laughs) He could throw the ball a mile. All right? That is true. And, And if Randall Cunningham had an offensive line, no one would be able to reach the records that he would have set. I believe Nobody. that too. Nobody. We can't talk I about it because he never had protection because of his athletic ability. Uh, that's, yeah. the, that's the problem with black quarterbacks. They, they, yeah. they, the system depends on their athleticism and never on their, on their brain. Yeah, right. Warren yeah. Moon is another. Uh, Warren Moon and Warren Moon Warren. wasn't yeah. even tall. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. I think same thing about Steve McNair. If he'd had a line. Wow. Right. Think about Steve Mc. Steve McNair would be. He would absolutely have been. Uh, well, first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. But <laughs> he would each, have records. Right. And know each play a role. Yeah. Maybe. Coming out your ears because he, you know, he would have. If he had been protected, man. Right. He'd still be alive because he'd be so famous. Yes. That's why I said when he was at Alcorn State, man. My buddies and them, they just didn't understand. I was like, man, y'all need to look out for this boy right here. I'm telling you, this is what is the truth. When he hit the field, 350 yards passing, 150 yards rushing. So every game? My, Come on, now. My deeper question, right? So we're gonna let's dig into that. Yes, sir. Why, why, why is it the two frames of thought? Why is it that we are still because because this still exists today, right? Like this still It's a simple answer, this, bro. Go ahead. Let's go. We've always been perceived as more animalistic than human. True. Right. Let's, let's That's put it out on the table. Right. True. Like cattle. Cattle. Mm. And, yeah. And, and, and herds, cattle don't think. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so, why. Yeah. And and pastor, we've and pastor, we've also been been bred or breeded that way too. Yeah. Absolutely. Breed, like back in slavery time. If, if we can go back go back in slavery times. They would make the biggest, strongest slaves breed in order to produce more big and strong slaves. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's been a generational thing. So naturally, you know, we if if the you know if the best of the best been producing, that's what you get. You get the big, strong, athletic person. Right. So, So so how so of course, you know, let's let's dig a little deeper. How do we so boom, there you go. That's why we're married. So why participate in a system that sees and treats you that way voluntarily? You so want the straight, the straight answer? Yeah. yeah, give it to them straight. Give it to them straight. I'm trying to get paid. Thank you. Uh, period. Money. Period point blank. Drop the mic on. Pick your mic up and just drop it. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I, it. I mean, okay, that's, why, that's why you do it. Why? Okay, I know, and I'm and I'm a beat. I'm I'm a bring back the dead horse of our own, right? Or even even not our own, because like <laughs> every everybody doesn't think the same, right? Even even those that don't look like us, they all don't have the same thought process, right? And even some in the system see the problem with this QB racial disparity. You know, like even like like you see, we watched um the Colin Kaepernick thing. You know, 
like some of the coaches, the assistant coach was pushing one direction. The coach was like, nah, chief, he's the man, you know, like going towards cap, you know, he's the man, you know, like he, he embodies, but my man was like, but what about, you know, my white dude that I brought, you know, like, I got to watch it. It's kind of interesting. He throws stuff in there, you know, how much is really true, you know, to what happened, but, but really true as far as how the system works. Um, You know, like, how do we begin to shape a system or even start something different? You know, I know uh, Ice Cube tried to do what's the three on three. I don't know how well they're doing. Obviously, I haven't watched. I don't know if you guys watching. So that that speaks to (laughs) how well it's doing. Um, But how do we change the system or start our own system? Like, I I don't and I've said this before, like, I hate the, the, the lunch counter thing, you know, where we went in, took a beating because we weren't getting served you know, trying to push our way through businesses instead of just like, you know what, we're going to do our own lunch counter. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we, why will we continuously beat a system that treats us a certain way instead of starting our own? Starting your own, like starting your own league? Starting your your own, yeah, yeah, your own, and I know. what What is the biggest hurdle to starting your own league? Money. Money. What? No, no. There's plenty of people that have enough money. That, okay, yeah. Um, getting sponsors or getting people eyes on you, and, and real estate. You have to have a place to play. Right, right. You got my yard. We can start there. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I, I, I get it. But <sighs> in a way, I mean, we there's real estate out there though. Who? Yeah. Like, who control? Yeah, but who controls? When they when they built Mercedes Benz Arena, who right. made the decision? Right. Who drives that decision? Right. White boys. Well, yeah. do they? Taxpayers and politicians. But wait, this in that Atlanta? Yeah, it's yeah, Atlanta. See, you gotta understand. I mean, I, you, what 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 you see no. on the field? What you see <laughs> on the field? Is that you see us, but we're not the ones in the front office, though, Anthony. We're not the we're not the ones that I mean who's the mayor? Who's the city huh? council? Who's who's in Atlanta, right? We talking well, it don't matter. We didn't the, the mayor the mayor is not the decision maker, the mayor is the foreman. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, and you look at if you look at the city of Atlanta, they they are really taking care of black people in the city of Atlanta. But how many of us on this screen live in the city of Atlanta? Zero. I'm, uh, I, I don't. You know what I'm saying? So once you get out of the city of Atlanta, <laughs> once you get out of the city of Atlanta, it's just a different animal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not but a lot gotta, of black males. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. I was just saying, you're right. But you got to look at who put in the strings. Yeah, city, the, it, Atlanta is Chocolate City. I give you right. that. Atlanta is Chocolate City. We got a black mayor. Let's, let's, and then we're about to have another black mayor. Right. But you got to take this thing even to a state uh, level, man. Yeah. Who's pulling White the folks strings? pull the strings. Who's pulling the strings? You know, and then as far as... And how, as how is Atlanta a chocolate <laughs> city and and state of Georgia is a... <laughs> look, the, the, the thing... The, 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 the nation shifted in the last election because the from a political standpoint, Georgia changed color. It looked like it. Yeah, yeah they... they Kind of sort of. Right. It was national. No, it did. It, it, it did. It changed. It, 
Politically, you don't feel change, but you see it though. <laughs> yeah, but then, then how long? Then we got the the uh, the new election. Yeah, but but what I'm saying, but my point is, we, so let's prove the point in to see the yeah, government. Look, so let's that, prove the point. Yes, sir. Since so. that happened, <laughs> right, 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 there has been an internal effort to yes. change it back. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. what they're saying is you fell asleep at the wheel, right. and I don't care how many of those folks are here, this is our state. Yeah. Yeah. And they've done everything in their power to get it back. And they did. I, I don't like I don't believe it ever changed. I believe we, we gotta win, you know. Um the governorship. Yeah, I I you I, gotta I, have a black governor. <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, it changed with yeah. a white governor at the head. That's what I'm saying. It, it went. It went. It's kind of like, but, but it's, it's like went, me, went, me and you fighting, Kaneem. You know, you kind of, you know, with your size and and my my fighting skill set, I probably take a couple of L's. Just one time, you look the other way. I, <laughs> like, oh, he can beat Kaneem now. No, that ain't it. I just won this battle. That's that's yeah. that's what I feel. I, that's, that's I, I, I feel you on that, but. When was ready. the last time? When was the last time you won a battle? Right, a long. So time. the span between. So that's what I'm saying. Right. It, it, for you to even be in a position to get me while I'm not looking, right. Right. you know what I'm saying? Right. That's an anomaly. Right. You, you feel me? So, so right. that's what I'm saying. Right. It, I think it's changing because there's so much information out there. You know what I'm saying? You can't right. be in the. You can't be in the back halls and 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 and, and behind closed doors and like you can doors. just slide stuff through right. without it being right. overlooked. Not it's not it's not like that no more. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot more. It's a lot more individuals that who are minorities that are in government offices right. at the local level who are rising. You yeah. feel me? So. It's not just a good old boy network no more. Not now you, much, no. Now you have to rub shoulders with right. that black woman. Now you right. have to rub shoulders with that black man. You've got to give him a favor. You right. see what I'm saying? Because right. you looking for a favor. You know what I'm saying? So right. it, 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 it may not be, you know, a, a tidal wave right. of Negroes coming to the to the to, to, to the to the to the governor's office, right. but Right. Believe me, it's a it's a lot of Negroes knocking at the door. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, I and and like Sam said, I I feel like it's like an illusion of change. Like we kind of to to we know we got it, but I don't I don't feel like we got it. Like and because just like you guys said, we can, <laughs> but we need land to to build our own. And though we have Atlanta, we think you know what I'm saying the ones but, that are still in control. Go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> we here's there is no there's no illusion. Um, no. <laughs> the the reality is the the infrastructure right. remains intact. Right. Okay. Right. But there's there's no illusion. We can we can talk about uh, uh, a wave of change. Right. But the infrastructure remains the same. You got to remember that there is a state house of representatives. Right. That we don't control. Right. And have it controlled. So the, the, the point, right? But but the thing is, if you really want to affect change, right, you you have to be of of singular mind, and and we're not. Does that make sense? 
I mean, the, the reality is too many people are compromising. You know, I, I say it. I, I Listen, my point is this. And I'm just speaking from a personal perspective. Let's go. Uh, I was never a, a Joe Biden fan mm-hmm. because I know the history of Joe Biden as an individual, as a politician. Well, I was around in the 90, I was I was there in the 90s. I'm here. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I was anti Donald Trump. Right. Right. There you Absolutely. Go. Yeah. Hey, reach out. Reach out and slap one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so for me, I, I, I'm not caught up in the face of an individual. I do pay attention to policy. I'm, I'm tracking policy. What is your agenda? Right. And if your agenda is consistent with mine, it doesn't matter to me what your face looks like. My issue is there's not enough faces that look like me with matching agenda. Or if, if, if there's any illusion you may talk that way while you're campaigning, but once you get in that seat, you change. You compromise. Wow. All right. And, and we're fa- we, we have fallen victim to that far too often. And what it does is that creates uh, disappointment, frustration, and right. causes people to stay home. Right, right, right. How about how about Pastor? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna turn Tower Boulevard into Pastor McCory uh, Street. Be good. Parkway. 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 Make make it rhyme. Pastor McCory Parkway. We good with that. <laughs> Listen, I, I I'll never forget. I won't mention his name. I don't know if Dr. Rollins is on here. I get teased. You know, a couple of couple of years ago, I went to an event in 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 uh i won't even say the area because somebody might know the representative i went there to meet the representative of that area right and i you know i was representing the church and and my wife was with me had a couple of folks with me from the church and we went to shake hands and it was a it was a photo op the representative literally I, I was standing next to him and we were in front of the podium, you know, United States with the seal of the United States or the house of representative representatives. Right. And I was standing next to him. My wife was standing next to me. He literally moved me out of the way oh. so that he Uh-oh. could stand next to my wife. I, he, he, he positioned me on the opposite side of the podium so that he could stand on the other side of the podium, standing next to my wife for the picture. Mm. All right. Mm. I literally heard his staff giggling. Like, there you go. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. Now, not a big deal to me. Right. Older guy. I- I'm not worried about him. But in my mind, if you are that courageous right here, Right. right. What are you really doing in right. your office? Right. That that right. part. Right. 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 And so and 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 not on so so if I see that here and I just met you. Right. <laughs> right. Right. What what does your staff think about you? Right. 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 You want to know why 
and I hate to bring this up. You want to know why R. Kelly lasted as long as he did? Mm. Not because of him, because of his staff. Staff. Right. His enablers. Right? We can't get anything done because there's no real accountability. Right. Like Samantha said, we're not doing that. Someone right. in his office should be saying, we're not doing that. Right. Right. So when it comes to encouraging people to get out the vote, you first have to depend on your staff to be right. your disciples, to be your evangelists, right? to carry the news of who you are. Yeah. But if they're not even, so, you know, like if I'm here because it's my job. Right. And I'm not passionate about this thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Breach. So we need to change the political infrastructure. And I think a lot of times we're missing where the power lies. And I, I think that's that's some of the problem. You know, we, we right. are not attacking where the power really lies. Like I remember, you know, watching the, the show The Wire <clears throat> and, you know, he was going after the drug dealers, going after the criminals. But my man started digging into where the money is coming from, you know, and, and right. that's where problems started happening. Once he started digging into where the money was coming from, you know, he was hitting a lot of roadblocks. You know, he wasn't getting as much help because, you know, no one wants to mess with the source. No one wants to mess with, you know, where the real power lies. And I think um, things can change when we focus on, you know, who has the power to change these things. You know, like we we know some of the simple things are, you know, when we're watching the show and there's a sponsor, we start attacking the sponsors. Oh, that show changes. Folks get fired. <laughs> you know, like... They, they, you know, where the where the money's coming from. When you get start hitting the source, things begin to happen. Things begin to change. Um, and I think that's honestly either, like you said, either we build our own or we attack the power source. You but know, you know we, what? We really it's it's not. A difference there. Go ahead. It's not enough of us, though. That's what I think. It's not enough of us. Yeah, you right. you see, like I said, you may look out on a football field on a Sunday right. on a Sunday afternoon, right? You and it's it's a game field, right? It may be two or three white folks right. on the whole team, right? But who owns the team? Who's running right. the team? Right, white folks. Right. Listen, I work I work for Superior Court of Fulton County, right? To that administrator, <laughs> breaking up, Mark. Breaking up, breaking up. You about to make it? It's a gang of right. Right. Say what you just said again, Mark, because you broke up. Yeah, yeah, you broke up. You work for the Superior right, Court. So I said, well, I, I work, right? I work for the Superior Court of Fulton County. Right. And when you walk into that courthouse and when you walk into those administrative buildings, it's a right. bunch of us. You're going to see nothing right. but black people. Right. But guess who my chance is? It's a white man. Right. And a state employee, guess who my big boss is? It's a white man. White man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not right. a and and then and if you're talking about a numbers game and you and Anthony you said something about the money, right, bro? Yeah, you may throw us a million dollar contract, right? But where that money coming from? Right. That right. is a piece, a piece right. of what right. this white man got. Right. Somebody said that's that's the difference between rich and wealthy. They right. said Shaq is rich. Right. But when he was <laughs> in the NBA, somebody said Shaq is rich. But the right. white man who signs his check is wealthy. Right. Right. And it's not enough of us. Right. We are still in the minority when you look at 
the the numbers. Right. You see a lot of black people, but we're still only 14% of the population. Right. And then we're right. back and we're battling your little million dollar contract is right. battling generational wealth, big homie. Right. Right. No, that's nothing you. to me. That's the money, the money that they paid Cam is nothing to what Robert Kraft got in his bank account. Mm. Right. So right. and that's uh, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead, brother. I want to stop you. Right, that, that, was, that was my point, man. It's 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 not enough of us. And right. like I said, our little money that they throw us is nothing compared to what they got as far as their surplus. So right. you know, that's that's gonna like I said, it's a numbers game. Well, and, and here's the thing, you know, uh, again, this is why you got to know Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so that you are constantly reminded of where the real battle is. You know, we can get caught up in this stuff all day long, but remember, it was in the divine plan for Jesus to be crucified. But in the earthly realm, why was he crucified? Because he was in opposition of the Sanhedrin Council. Mm -hmm. The power was in the Sanhedrin Council. The power was in the the legislative folks. The power was in the people that that owned the educational system, the people that, that owned the church, the people that basically were the governors of religion. Right. Right. And and he and he broke through all of that, and they had to kill him for it. Why? Because he was changing the narrative. Right. He was taking the power away from them. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And and anytime there's a threat to the infrastructure, right? Yeah. The reason why Black Wall Street happened is because there was a threat to the financial infrastructure in America. Facts. Facts. Right. Nobody cared about how much money they was making until they got together. Gotcha. And so, I, I, so I, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. No, 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 no. You talk. You talk. You talk facts. So, so and, and and what happened after that? What happened after that is everybody dispersed. Nobody wanted to come together again after that because nobody wanted to have to deal with the consequences of coming together. It, it wasn't worth it. Right. Now you fast forward. We have individually more than what they had collectively. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So the question now to your point, Mark, is coming together. Yeah. Why? Why not come together now? Well, there are many people that have come together. They've come together, but they're not trying to change the infrastructure. Right. Right. <clears throat> they just want their own liberality. Right. Right. <sighs> right. right. That's right. real. Right. You're right. Because I'm saying right now you got. You got black folks out here on yachts, traveling the world, right. turning up, doing everything they want to do, living their best life, right? Making statements here and there. You know, LeBron James are out there. You know, we, uh, we got uh, uh, folks I said shouting black, black Lives Matter. You know, they doing all of that kind of stuff. But where's the work to change the infrastructure? Right. I, they're trying to change the way people think. But when it comes to changing the infrastructure, where are they? Colin Kaepernick has been kicked out of the NFL. Right. 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 Where is he right now? He's fighting for social justice. Right. He really is. But do you really hear about it? Does he have the cameras on him? 
Nah, the cameras were on him when he had uh, socks that had cop right. uh, pigs dressed as cops right. right on his feet. The cameras were on him. But now that he has a real message, he's got to go find funding. Right. But you would, mm, but you would think like how 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 far he got to go to find funding? Like you would think, like. You know, yeah. like, where, where where is Black Lives Matter right now? Uh, what did we say? Know. What did I say when we first started this? I said, what's going to happen is as long as that trial was going on, right? You were going to hear all that stuff. Yeah. Soon as the verdict is read, oh yeah, it's, the real yeah. battle will continue, but right. there will no longer be cameras, cameras on it. Them. Oh yeah. When you remove right. the cameras, you remove the influence, you remove the power, no. you you remove all of that. Right. Right. Think, and, well, I, and so who owns the cameras? Right. The network, the studios. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys realize that we have a couple of black people that have you we have one black man that I know of that actually literally owns a network? Right. His name is Byron Allen. Yeah. 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 And 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 most people don't realize that Byron Allen owns an entire I mean like an entire network. But the problem is he don't have the sponsorships. Right. He owns right. a network. Yeah. But you don't see no tie commercials on his network. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's the Weather Channel, though. I mean, what was it? The Weather? Yeah, it's the Weather Channel. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. So that's why it's important to know. You want to know where the, the power is in Jerusalem. You want to know where the power lies? Find your Jerusalem. Right. I know that's deep for some folks on a, on a Thursday morning. <laughs> Y'all need to go read the Bible so you know where the power lies. Yes, indeed. All right. So tonight, um, don't miss the House Hustlers Club meet today. Yeah, Thursday at What's 7 p.m. on Zoom. Um, I'll be sending Super out. Superstar in the making. Uh, to connect with that, that's a this is a, one of the, the ground floor ways to start connecting and building together. Um, and who knows what house hustlers might turn into? You never know. Right. Come, come tune in, tune in, be a part of, of this movement. Um, and I want to thank you guys for being here and hanging out with us. Changing the infrastructure. I I, I, I got some. Some thoughts on that. We're going to dig into that. Um, but tomorrow is Friday. You know how we do. We play. It's game time. Game time. Um, and we won't be on next week, but we will be having, there will be some videos shooting out uh, that you need to check out. We're going to I'm drop some some little tips, nuggets, and things that we got coming. Um, so look out for that. So if you get a, a text, it's it's not a fake one. It's from me. <laughs> so or from Brothers of the Legacy. And uh, definitely watch out for that. I appreciate you guys always being here and supporting. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Um, it's it's a serious thing, though. We do need to work and change the political infrastructure. Um, stop being placated by, you know, I was, like I was supposed to pass the name in the street after him. Like, I named the street if you be quiet. <laughs> you know, like, and it's, and it's those moments. We, you know, we win trials and we win moments. We win the battle, but it's the war that we need to continue pressing forward to win. Um, And and it's the coming togetherness and understanding what we're really fighting for, you know, and, and then we started out, like I said, uh, 
when we when we switched up and started talking about the NFL and slavery and things of that nature, you know, it's that it's that infrastructure. It's that infrastructure that that continuously uh, sends a level of disrespect that we need to eradicate, that we need to deal with. Like I said, we can't change everybody's opinion, but we can at least change the structure. All right. So I appreciate you guys being here. Make sure you are connected to us. Join our community. Text LW into 84576. Text LW into 84576. Never miss an episode. As always, we appreciate you guys. Know that we love you guys. Love you more. Continue to pray, you know, because each of each one of us has a piece of the puzzle to make change in our society. So stop sitting on your butt. Do what God has asked you to do, and let's make it happen. All right? So I look right. forward to seeing you guys. Same time. Same channel. As always, we love you. And stay safe. Keep wearing a mask. I know you don't like them, but it is what it is. I know <laughs> the mask is slowly disappearing, but I'm telling you, it's still out there. Peace right. As always, right. we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank, Thank you, guys. Make sure you